selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Alright friends, welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. And this is episode nine of season two. Season two. Today's topic has been widely requested for the last 16,000 months by all of you. And as you could tell by the name of the episode, today we're going to talk breakups. Mm -hmm. But breakups of all kinds, not just uh, romantic breakups. Yeah, all of the breakups. They're all, they're all terrible they're all different shades of terrible so Mm -hmm. they all make you feel like shit so yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean the first one we're gonna go over is we're gonna go over breakups with your best friends or your friends and things like that Mm -hmm. um it was so funny because we've gotten a lot of requests to talk about like toxic friends and you know breaking up with friends and stuff like that i didn't really have anything to add to this because i cut everyone else off and i think it's because too my best friends are my sister who isn't allowed to break up with me and my best friend Kaylani who I've known since I was 14 so I don't know you know what I mean yeah I think that for me like well for you it's like you never talk to them again for me um I don't really get close to people unless I feel the vibes are right from the very beginning so I feel like I'm a I'm a pretty strong judgment of character so I'm pretty accurate I would say so Mm -hmm. if I if I feel like the vibes are off then nine times out of ten I'm right yeah so I just keep my distance from people like that but you know unfortunately I feel like part of a being a a woman in today's society (laughs) is um kind of going through different phases with different friends but I I don't think we've ever had anything that was terribly like you know like like oh it tore our friend group apart well, I just thought of something but anyways like me and Dace went to high school like we went we're, we're two years apart in age but we're a year apart in grade school, so yeah. we were always in school together until we were like transitioning till different like levels of schooling so like when she mm-hmm. went to high school I was still in middle school and like but for the most part we always shared friend circles yeah. we shared 
besties like we were always like kind yeah of like if my no one ever just invited me to do something they would invite like yeah oh, they, you and your sister or whatever yeah yeah they were always like we should invite Jason and Drew like they like we yeah. were always we were a pair Literal like, twins yeah. yeah like we came in a pair so like we never really had any sort of huge falling out like obviously there's like drama rama when you're in high school and it feels like yeah. it's the end of the world but it's it was never really truly that serious, even though mm-hmm. it feels like it is when you're in high school, you know? Yeah, which is so funny because we were talking with a family friend who she's in high school, our cousin, mm-hmm. and um, she was talking about how she's having drama in her friend group. And I was like, man, do I have stories, you know, about yeah. stuff like that, which I hadn't thought about in over 10 years or so. Yeah. And we were talking about how, like, I don't know why my dad was the first person I called when I had a really bad experience with one of my friends at school in high school. Mm-hmm. My dad picked me up from school and he told me, Dason, everyone liked me in high school. So I can't really relate to how you feel. And I was like, yeah, that's why like, are you telling me this? I feel like that's a privilege that men have. Like, yeah. unfortunately, that's something that's, I feel pretty, pretty accurate as far as the gender binary goes where mm-hmm. like men don't really have to deal with drama the same way women do now does oh, that mean thousand percent. does that mean yeah. men are not dramatic no <laughs> it just means men aren't affected by it nearly as or I think like as emotionally involved with their friends like women tend to build their relationships with a lot of emotion attached to them you know oh yeah I mean? well and also they're just not affected by it like it, the the ramifications of a falling out don't yeah. affect men nearly as much as they affect oh women. a thousand percent especially like, when you're young and yeah you're when you're like high school age yeah like if people break up and then you know you're somehow involved like like they think like oh he likes you and that's why they broke up um the woman suffers greatly she suffers way more than the man does he doesn't even even if he fucked around and cheated like Mm -hmm. even if he was caught red-handed like he's never the one who suffers Mm-hmm. the consequences nearly as severely as the women do because yeah especially know. like when I think back to like certain friend situations we've had in high school like mm-hmm. if there was a rumor being spread about Drew like mm-hmm. and someone else in school mm-hmm. um the only one who would face any real like social like consequences would be my sister you know yeah. what I mean? like would be you so like yeah. I remember like that happening and you telling me like what if people like me in Rumble well I like you like that's like <laughs> And I never, I was always under the impression that like, if you're going to automatically believe something, mm-hmm. even though you know me and you know who I am, you're then like, you're, you were never really my friend in the first place. Like I, I'm a firm believer in that because when people talk shit on people I love, I don't believe them because no. they're a fucking <laughs> random person. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I'm going to check that out with her first, but yeah. I think family is like so different. Family's like, yeah, no one's allowed to say anything about family. Period. Like, yeah, yeah, to us personally. But I think like when it comes to, to like friendships, I think we were pretty solid, honestly, throughout high school. Yeah, like, I think so too. We don't talk we had to some really anyone, yeah. but except for Keilani, that's it. Yeah, we had <laughs> we had some falling outs like here and there, like mm-hmm. like random drama rama here and there. But I think that just comes with its territory of growing up because and being a teenager and yeah you know, I mean look at euphoria yeah. <laughs> season finale tonight guys <laughs> yeah literally but, so um, I think the first thing like 
because when you're in high school especially when you're young everything feels like the end of the world you're like oh my yeah. god my friend doesn't like me anymore I don't like my friend anymore she makes me feel like shit or whatever yeah um and you're outgrowing your friends so when we went to college I was like dude I'm never going to talk to any of you ever again and I literally could care less if I ever see you <laughs> ever again so literally every friend I had in high school except for my sister and our best friend yeah I think high school friends like I still there's like a handful I like keep in touch with yeah like, like there's people I'm, I'm like we cool follow with. each other yeah. yeah like we're cool mm-hmm. um you know they check in every now and then but like the majority yeah like I I mean like maybe this was just us but like I couldn't wait to leave high school like I was yeah. like and we had a good time in high school like we were both relatively popular like we were fine we had lots of friends we did lots of stuff we played sports whatever but I couldn't wait to leave high school just because I was excited to like try something new and like go somewhere new like that was just that was just like what I was excited for Mm -hmm. so like I feel like your friendships in college are so much more meaningful and long-lasting because you're kind of like growing into the person you're meant to be on your own yeah Yeah, like going into adulthood yeah Mm -hmm. well at least that was the case for us because I know not everyone gets to go to college but I feel like the yeah the friendships and relationships you build after high school tend to be a lot more long withstanding because you're growing up on your own and figuring out who you are and and um, it's much more I feel intentional when yeah. you're when you're in college like like you make time to spend time with sure. friends like you you go see them you go visit them like you make you make time to talk to them and all mm-hmm. of that um, whereas in high school you're kind of forced to be it's in the like, same room yeah, all the time like, yeah. like um not comfort but like a security thing you're like well my one friend that I always hang out with is yeah there, you know? well and you're used you're you just you're you see each other every single day yeah and you're kind of like forced into this interaction where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, like you have to, for- you have to interface with people constantly, the same people every single day for yeah. four years. Whereas in college, you can pick and choose who you want to see. Like you yeah. don't have to hang out with the same people every day if you don't want to. <laughs> no, for real. And then too, like, I think that's when you're figuring out, like we were saying, like figuring out who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So that tends to push you to outgrow, like maybe your old friends you thought would be your friends yeah. forever. And maybe yeah. they look at you, they're like, oh, you're different. And all you're doing is like taking care of yourself or doing stuff you want to do for once or you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe you discover a new part of yourself like you, like when you yeah. came out in college, like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just completely shifts the landscape mm-hmm. of like your relationships with people. And then like, like we said, we knew, like we knew Kalani was going to be in, in it for the long haul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we knew. Um, but then, you know, like things happen, like life happens and you get older. And then we talked about this before, but like stuff like the election happens yeah. and then you like, it just completely shifts it once again. Like yeah. the purpose. Uh, we talked about it. We called it purposely distancing yourself from people, like for the yeah. safety of like your mental health and like your moral values and things that are important to you yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because it's one thing to kind of outgrow each other like you just maybe don't see each other as often and then you talk here and there and you're like oh like I hope they're doing well um but it's another thing to like you know be on different tracks morally yeah (laughs) because I always like you know like when Trump got elected the first time yeah right um I unfriended so many people like on Facebook and Instagram and stuff because 
it was really highlighting the bigotry in a lot of a lot well, of people. Like, I mean, yeah, because right before that was the Kaepernick thing with the yeah. NFL. And for me, like, and Ferguson back from, happened yeah, close to that time too. Coming back from Oregon, that's like well, at least the space I was in was predominantly predominantly liberal, mm-hmm. and I'm like queer. Then I come home. And I'm like, oh my God, all my hometown friends, they're not my friends, but my hometown Facebook friends. I'm like, oh my God, you're racist. Well, I come from a racist city. <laughs> what? And you it's, it's more so, yeah. And I think too, like, it was one of the, it's one of those things where like, you have, to, you have a choice to make, like you can choose to try and work past it, but like for us, like there's really nothing to work past. It's like, black yeah. and white. Either yeah, you're in or you're not. Yeah, it's real simple to me. Like mm-hmm. if we both don't believe that everybody deserves rights then like I don't really want to be your fucking friend like it's really not that hard like Mm -hmm. I I feel like some people try to make it complicated because they want to save the relationships they have with with loved ones or friends which I understand like I can empathize with Mm -hmm. um but then like you know I could empathize to an extent and then 2020 happened right and then it got to a point where you really got to choose like you gotta like you gotta decide like what you're gonna do and who you're gonna who you're gonna be and who you're gonna associate yourself with yeah and I always think too like you just don't want to associate yourself with people who make you feel bad like they make you Mm -hmm. feel like icky inside like you don't want to be friends with people like that you don't want to spend your time and energy with people like that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it's more so it's more nuanced than that too because like sometimes you all grow people because they turn into fucking haters like yeah yeah Yeah, you graduate from college and maybe they didn't which like I you know going to college is a privilege but it doesn't make me better than you it's just something that I got I was able to do well and like you know career paths like if if someone decides you know to be an entrepreneur and someone doesn't like I'm all about being friends and respecting each other's hustle. Like, I don't, I don't care as long as it's not illegal and it's not hurting me. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy you. for you. Yeah. yeah. Cause, Cause we explored several different entrepreneurial ventures when we graduated from college mm-hmm. cause our parents are entrepreneurs. Right. So like, you know, you reach out to your friends and you're like, Hey, like, I'm so excited. Like, they're like, what are you up to? And you tell them. And then if it turns into a fucking hate parade, it's just like leaves a stink in your mouth. Bro. Well, the worst thing that Drew and I have both experienced is reaching out to people and then they say like, they ignore your message. And then, mm-hmm. and then you look at your DM a week ago and they're like, girl, you're a fan. Raised a fan has been so crazy. What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you texting me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's so funny because there were people I purposely distanced myself from because they weren't supportive. Like they were bigotry aside. Like we're going to set that aside. Cause like those people I don't support. So, yeah. Cause I think this is really important because there's so many people that I've seen that start small businesses yeah. to sell like handmade goods or they're starting some sort of like weed business, whatever. Like I've seen yeah. so many friends start their own thing yeah. and I've never once been like, Oh, what a loser. Me I either. never thought that. I would be like, girl, <laughs> Me either. like one of my friends, he started his own vegan brownie company. Like it's like, like brownie mix or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. And I bought some because it's not hard to support your friends. What's yeah, the and it, Yeah. And it costs you so little, like, and that's, that's also indicative too. Cause like my college friends were very supportive, right? Mm-hmm. My high school friends are like not my high supportive. school, not so much, right? Like it, it turns into like almost like a pissing contest, which is yeah. not what it is. Like it's, it, that's why, like you said, it's not hard to support your friends. Like 
if they're trying to be if they're like listen i know people want to talk shit on mlms but like one they're not illegal and two like they're not hurting anybody like if she wants going- to sell lotion i'm not yeah. maybe, maybe i don't want to buy any but yeah. also you know what i'm so excited for you congrats yeah that's and it. there's that's another thing too i always think there's a very polite way to, to be no. like, you know, I'm no, I'm not interested, but I'm happy for you. Like yeah. that's, that costs you nothing at all. Like you could very easily do that. I've done that countless times when people were, people were selling Amway, when people were doing crypto, when people were doing all this, all kinds of shit. I'm like, you know what? I'm good, but like, I'm happy for you. Like I respect your hustle, man. Good luck to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it costs you nothing at all to not be rude. And so that's what we were, we did that, um, as like side jobs when we were, out of college because we were working nine to five, obviously, but, um, we didn't want to do that forever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, TikTok happened for me and then it just kind of exploded. And then now, like, the now people all these that- people. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is like, I always say, you think I don't remember when I, <laughs> when I reached out to you and you fucking ignored me or left me on red, or you were really rude to me. Yeah. And then now that TikTok happened, you're like, girl, I can't believe it. Like, congrats. Like you're famous now. Like, bro, get the I was fuck literally out telling inbox. all of my cousins that yeah, I'm like, literally, yeah. literally fuck out my inbox too. Yeah. Like, I just find that so disrespectful. Like, aren't you embarrassed? Like yeah. if, if I left don't your you ass feel on- stupid? <laughs> yeah. If I left your ass on red and then you fucking became famous or like you were in a movie or some shit i would not be like oh my god girl like knowing that you can see the message it it, like, like they can't see it yes you can i would never do that i would literally feel like a fucking asshole and yeah. i would just and i would just eat my shit dude i'd be like oh bummer for me because if yeah. i had been nice maybe she'd still be my friend <laughs> but like that I just find that so funny because people be doing that shit to me and it's funny because you think i don't know yeah you i don't remember so if you're on. starting a small business and all your fucking friends you thought would support you or at least see something nice about you they're all talking shit on you just wait yeah just exactly wait. you'll that's see ex- exactly that's somewhat such a all these great Trump point. supporters that were talking all this shit all of a sudden yeah. are dming our mom and us yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh i love her content Oh my God, is, I didn't even realize, is this your daughter? As if we don't have the those same are fucking face the and last worst DMs. If you're, Dixon gets a, those all the time. If you're a loose acquaintance of mine or an ex-friend or something, and you message me on, t- on well, there's very specific people that have messaged me that I don't care, but you know you, if yeah. you're listening to this, and you DM me, girl, <laughs> is this your sister? She's so funny. What am I supposed to say to that? Well, also, no shit, me. bitch. It's well, not me. So then I was like, I was like, my friend the other day, I was having dinner with him and I told him, I was like, yeah, like, what am I supposed to say that? He goes, you should have written, don't worry, I'll tell my mom and dad they did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, no shit, bitch. Like, you know, we're sisters. Like, you uh, don't, like, don't, let's not do the game. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, just, just, let's just call it what it is. You want to be connected to me because you found out that my sister does TikTok now for a living. Like, uh, I just like, <laughs> just mind it. I just have, you know, shame is what I always think. Like, and you know what? Literally, My friends that I talk to all the time, like my college friends specifically, like they have been nothing but supportive of mm-hmm. everything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Whether I was working at the NFL or I was trying to be, I was trying to do my entrepreneurial stuff or I was working regular ass nine to five. Like mm-hmm. they, they have been nothing but supportive. 
throughout everything, they're like, that's so awesome. So happy for you. They wish you happy birthday. You know what I mean? Like they, they congratulate you on your success. I'm not a fucking hater. Like all my best friends from college have been incredible. Like, (laughs) like people from high school, not so much. It's not Mm -hmm. really the same, but not everyone from high school, but like, cause I do have some friends from high school that I'm still really cool with, but like, you know who the fuck you are. If I'm saying this and you feel called out, you know who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> if the shoe fits, it fits. <laughs> there you go. So I think like just when you get older, you know, you get more intentional with who you want to spend time with, which and I think who, is important. Yeah. And who you are is, and who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I don't act like that anymore. I don't believe in those things, you know? Exactly. And I think you just realize that some, like you don't need a million friends yeah to like be happy because mm-hmm. I do have lots of friends but like I have very I have a very small inner circle right mm-hmm. and that's how it should be I think because mm-hmm. you just it's quality over quantity I think when you get older when you're in yeah. high school it feels like you have to have all the friends in the world yeah and then when you get older you realize quality is more important <laughs> like ride or dies are more important than having mm-hmm. a million fucking friends yeah when I think back to high school and how, of how many friends I have and I only talk to one well you <laughs> and then Kehlani yeah you know what I mean like you'll figure it out you'll find yeah. your guys yeah and you and you know I feel like if you're young and you're in high school now I feel like you know which ones you're gonna carry with you there's probably like one maybe two maybe like that you'll carry to the end yeah but like it's it's not a bad thing it's just a part of life you know what I mean it's nobody's it's nobody's fault necessarily it just it is what it is you guys get older you grow into be different people and then you just kind of branch off into different areas of life but if they're meant to be with you forever then they will be like yeah platonically or romantically yeah which is a good segue (laughs) into the next part um I think when I was younger I thought that all breakups would be devastating and dramatic and horrible and just like life altering um, when it came to friends, right? Um, but then when you get older, you realize that it's it's kind of just like an easy transition. Like sometimes it just kind of fades and it's sad and it's not, it doesn't feel awesome, but like it is what it is. Sometimes it just happens. And then if you do have like a huge falling out, that's kind of sad. Like it, it doesn't feel great. Um, but I always, I'm the firm believer that if you're meant to find, come back to each other, whether it's platonically or romantically, because you can have friend breakups that hurt really terribly. But if you're meant to find your way back to each other, then you will. And I'm the firm believer in that. Like I've had, you know, I've had friend friend breakups or friend pauses that we eventually found our way back to each other so like I mean it's possible but it's not necessarily it's not necessarily devastating I guess every single time it's just really sad sometimes so I think that's a really great um, transition into the next part um, that we've been requested to talk about which is relationship breakups Uh so um, you want me to talk first yeah go ahead sure I just want to preface this by saying I don't really have any relationship breakups to contribute only because uh, Billy's like the first serious relationship I've ever had like that I like fully committed to one person Um, but that being said 
I have been a shoulder to cry on for many over the years. So I feel like I'm a pretty good supplementary piece to this conversation. Uh, But yeah, so I have only gone through one breakup and I'm currently in the end of it, Um, Mm -hmm. at least the aftermath of it. Um, Coming out the other side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like the only things I really like like advice things I could really give is that like well first of all I'm so thankful to my family I feel like sure that if you are a chronic googler like me and you're like how to get through breakup you've probably read through all of the same articles that I've read mm-hmm. how to make yourself feel better you know all those things mm-hmm. um and all of them always talk about you know surrounding yourself with a supportive um support system like a really yeah. strong support system so yeah. I think like that's the first piece of advice I would give. I'm so grateful to um, my family and Kehlani for being um, many a shoulder to lean on mm-hmm. um, through this super uh, weird phase of my life. I think another thing that I wanted to talk about was that um, in every article and my therapist have told me is the stages of grief um that I didn't realize could be applied to this because I thought that was usually for like if you are experiencing like a death of a loved one or something like that Mm -hmm. so I think just taking note of what part of the stages of grief you're in is super important uh especially I mean they can go out of order so I'm sure everyone has their own order that they've navigated um through this but it's nice to see that you're not the only person that's like going through something similar to this. And then it's nice because you're like, okay, I'm almost at the end. Like I'm not angry anymore. And now I'm just depressed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so that's a huge part of it. Cause it, I think it allows you to place like, um, like a label on how you're feeling, especially after, like, if you were in a relationship as long as mine was, it's very like, not only inundating, but it's like, like I felt lost. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this yeah. is really odd because well, it no- allows you to like put it almost like a timestamp on it. Yeah. So you know, like how much like left you have essentially mm-hmm. like what's next. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, good. Cause I'm very, I'm very much a planner. Like I don't like to do things if I don't know what, like the 18 steps of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so same with this. I'm like, I've never navigated this. My sister hasn't, my mom has it. Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, definitely lean on people around you. Um, take note of what stage of grief you're in. Um, even though they all got to order. Um, and then the most important one in any fucking article you look at that talks about breakups is just focus on yourself, do things that you want to do, make yourself focus on you. And mm-hmm. it's so hard when, you know, you're in a relationship for so long, you focus on the other person way more than you focus on yourself. At least that's what I did. Um, yeah. And then you're like, I don't want to focus on myself. That's how it was at least at first for me. But I think understanding that there is so much time to be, to come, does that make sense? To like have to go through everything. So um, someone that I really connected with during the start of my breakup um was with Tuffy hello Tuffy on TikTok and Instagram she's love her. Really the best person ever I, I fucking love Tuffy I'm in love with Tuffy me and Tuffy are soulmates <laughs> <laughs> and um she had recommended watching like movies and just movies she had recommended to me that have like that show like a woman going through a breakup but then in the end she's able to get over it on her own and it's not yeah. necessarily like because a man saved the day or yeah it doesn't she, end because she finds someone else or they get back together yeah 
so like it just she just gets through it on her own yeah and that's Mm -hmm. that's honestly the most important part after a breakup which I never would have thought would make any sense to me even though obviously it makes a lot of sense is healing yourself and making you feel better and you're growing through it so she recommended the holiday which I probably watched like seven times this year um because it was Christmas time and stuff like that so I watched the Mm -hmm. holiday and then another favorite of mine was under the Tuscan sun Mm -hmm. that one such a good movie love it even though she (laughs) even though Diane Lane calls uh, Sandra Oh a dyke I overlooked that part that's okay (laughs) different time different time yeah and then I think the last part is um hindsight and being able to move forward which is something that my sister has focused on a lot with me is like I think seeing things for what they really were Mm -hmm. um especially when you're in a relationship that was as long as mine was yeah I I compared it to uh 500 days of summer like yeah first of all you know everyone like initially when you first watched it like people were like rooting for him but then Mm -hmm. you find out that he's actually the villain in the story (laughs) but like which I feel like most women knew um like I mean, I did. The first time I watched it, I was like, take a fucking hint, buddy, when we were yeah. watching the movie. But, and she was never, she never lied to him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She was always so upfront with him. I think the gender roles being reversed, though, was like pretty powerful in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Like because they always paint women to be, have like these unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Like, and yeah. They, they like see it. So, anyways, for those of you who have seen the movie, if you haven't, please watch it. It's such a great movie. But like the soundtrack, too, is just like unmatched. Unmatched. Yeah. Ahead of its time. But, anyways. Mm-hmm um there's a part in the movie where chloe grace moret's character like he's like friends with like a she's like 13 or something um she tells him he's like it was perfect like every time i look back it was perfect and she's like look back and really see it was it actually perfect Mm. and then you watch the same scenes again and you see all the little things yeah like the parts that he overlooked that he overlooked yeah yeah, that he made to be bigger than they were like Mm -hmm. that he romanticized like Mm -hmm. more than they should have been um, and he just didn't see it very clearly because yeah. he was so desperately in love with her. So like mm. I told, I, that's kind of what I compared it to when, when I talked to Jason about it, like, is like, look back and like, really look at it. Like you, you're just going to have clarity more than anything. It's not going to, sure. it doesn't feel like it at first, but when you're ready to look back and see all the things that you may have not seen when you were in the middle of it, it might make it easier to like, keep pushing forward. Yeah. You know what I mean, so Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah so looking back and noticing taking note of things like my therapist is like it's good to get these things you know like a list going in your head now so then when you eventually are in a new relationship like you don't let things go Mm -hmm. um, unsaid for too long which was something that I was you know um, not victim of but like I was well yeah Jason's just like a naturally very um, loving and passive person (laughs) so you know she's like she overlooked a lot of things and she has done that in like friendships and stuff when she was younger too but now she can like so clearly see like you know what she really wants and like what she's not uh willing to put aside mm-hmm. for anybody mm-hmm. yeah so so yes I am single for all of you people that are wondering yeah every time I do <laughs> every time I do ask me anything's like I do very very far and few between but when I do I always get a bunch of questions asking if my sister is single yes she is and she is also 
a little bit gay. Just kidding. Just a little, just a a dash of gay. So so send me your profile and then I'll start setting up. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 So she is single. That's yes, she is. (laughs) Um, And for all of you that are listening that are, if you're going through a breakup or Mm -hmm. like coming to one or like you could see one coming or whatever, the case is I just want you to know that you're gonna be okay I absolutely promise you that even though it doesn't feel like it trust me I know. <laughs> it does not feel like it a lot of the time but you're yeah. going to and it's also I think important to I know it's like you know I'm I'm not like oh. an expert <laughs> I knew I'm, you <laughs> I know I'm not like an expert <laughs> no, but, but even though you haven't gone through one because even though like, I am going through one there are still things I don't see because I'm so yeah. deep do you know what I mean like it's yeah. like balls deep into it so yeah it is good to have a different perspective yeah um because I didn't think we were ever going to break up I thought this was but you know because that's all I knew you know yeah I think that it's just I think it's I saw in a movie once when they talked about it was like actually someone who was like a widow like they, yeah. they, they were a widow but um they said like grief and loss is evidence that you've loved terribly and desperately and deeply mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing yeah. so like although it feels horrible mm-hmm. like um it's just like unfortunately part of the human experience but then you just know that you loved and gave it your all and you really mm-hmm. did try and then that's all that you can you could just take solace in the fact that you gave it your all yeah and it wasn't because you didn't love hard enough and it wasn't because you were a bad person or you weren't um, enough yeah or you weren't enough yeah like that's not why it ended it ended because it ended sometimes it's hard to just see it mm-hmm. like as cut and dry as that because you were so emotionally invested in someone for yeah. a long period of time but when you just see it and tell yourself over and over again it ended because it ended not because I wasn't enough not because I did anything wrong Mm -hmm. then you can start to like heal I think because I think sometimes people beat themselves up so I like uh oh a thousand percent like back from moving forward yeah if I had done this or if I yeah yeah and which is like I mean that makes I mean that's a stage of grief it's called bargaining oh yes yeah where you're like oh like if you know I just call him one more time and I'll, yeah. I'll tell him I'll be different. You know? Yeah. Like you, it's, you know, it's obviously like, so you can make yourself feel better, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like if it was meant to be, it would have been so. Yeah. So I think just my last little big piece of advice on navigating um, a relationship breakup is I think being kinder to yourself and having more grace with how you feel. Like if you feel sad, of course you feel sad. Something really awful happened, you know? And I think it's okay to feel sad, but it's not okay to stay sad because then you're not productive unless it just happened. Like, I mean, and everyone has their own timeline and there isn't a sad one where like my therapist is like, okay, it's been like this long. You need to get over it. Like something like that. But I think if you're being kinder to yourself and having more grace and being more patient with yourself, um, for not only how you feel, but like how, like if you're fucking mad or upset or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, it makes it a little bit easier to move forward for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. To just like timestamp where you're at, be patient mm-hmm. with yourself. Like healing isn't linear, so it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen like in a in a perfect like slope yeah, upwards with, yeah it's like very it's, much a roller coaster yeah it's gonna go and up down, and down up and down backwards yeah. yeah but the good thing to look forward to is that one day you're never gonna think about that person again like that's like 
one day you're you're literally it's gonna be gone forever and it's gonna be a a distant memory and you're gonna be so happy and so loved in the relationship you're meant to be in Mm -hmm. and I always tell people like you know I always tell people when they ask me for advice to like no one's ever gonna love you like you love you yeah that's what I was gonna say love yourself first Mm -hmm. like put yourself first like love yourself the most in a way I'm not saying in like a self-centered way yeah I mean like prioritize yourself like you're just as important as your romantic spouse Mm -hmm. yeah like you're just as important as them like um they need to take care of you just like you take care of them it needs to be equal Mm -hmm. and you also need to take care of yourself and love yourself and do things you want to do and do things that make you happy whether Mm -hmm. you're in a relationship or outside of one yeah I think that's a great transition to kind of wrap up the episode so we always end on how we can do better so we each picked a thing we wanted to share so mine is and this is something I'm just recently learning is that you should always be the most important person to yourself and Mm -hmm. that could be in any type of relationship whether it's romantic or a friend so like if you feel like shit but your friend really wants you to come out you need to take care of yourself you should stay home at the end of the day if you don't have your friend or you don't have your partner and it's just you and you don't like you, it's going to be a really tough process for you, lady. Yeah, yeah, because you should always have your identity outside of your partner. So like, well, and like your own self-worth too. Like, I think that like, I think everything, if you tie literally your entire being into someone else, and they just you know fuck you over the, and then or like, leave yeah. yeah well which is fucking you over right then you're yeah. like what am I supposed to be doing like who that's why I, I always like my therapist kept telling me like who are you on your own like who are you like if no one's there your mom your sister all your friends mm-hmm. right it's just you who are you on your own that's yeah. the most important version of you that you should be striving to be always yeah you know? yeah and I think I think too that when you take time to find yourself like find exactly who you are and what exactly you want and all the different boundaries you have and the things that you want out of a relationship and you're ready it will happen yeah it's like I like truly believe that Mm -hmm. like it's it's only gonna happen when you're ready Mm -hmm. because in any other stage you wouldn't be ready and it would just like hit the reset button if it ended poorly you know what I mean so I feel like to truly be 100% fulfilled and happy you have to be 100% fulfilled and happy with yourself, like as a person. So yeah. And for me, I would say that, um, you know, at the end of the day, like you need to choose yourself if nobody else is going to, that includes your romantic partner. So if they constantly put you on the back burner emotionally, uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like we were talking about um, love is blind. Mm-hmm. the newest season so spoiler alert if you haven't watched the season finale but uh deep tea she was the indian girl she got chosen by the indian guy shake he the whole season was saying kept telling everyone like you know i'm really emotionally attracted to her blah 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 but like i don't have this like animalistic physical attraction was telling everyone that he said it like probably like eight thousand times which and is then, so like vapid and That's well so... and then you look at how he was at the start of the show you're like oh yeah. like he was like like how heavy are you can i lift you on my neck at a music festival um so anyways at the altar I thought for sure she was gonna say yes and he was gonna say no but she said no and she said because I choose me and then that bitch walked right off the altar all the way out and was telling her mom her mom was like crying and saying I'm so proud of you like I'm so happy for you and she was like the girl DT kept saying I'm not even tripping like this is 
exactly what I wanted. Um, he never chose me and I could just never see a future where he would choose me. So I choose me and I already know I'm going to find yeah. my true love. It was never going to be him. Period. And then it, it's like, a, if you constantly are like giving and giving and giving, and they're just taking, um, like at what point are they going to ever choose you over yeah. themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I always say like, when you're um, on the brink of breaking up, or if you feel like it's, you're going to break up or something like it doesn't really matter what the issues are. What matters is whether or not you love each other enough to choose each other and move forward. Yeah. And a lot of times people choose themselves Yeah, and they don't choose <laughs> their, their partner. You know uh-huh. I mean? <laughs> and well, that's why I'm saying like, at, at, at the end of the day, that's all that fucking matters is whether mm-hmm. or not you love each other enough to choose each other, like mm-hmm. to choose them. You're like, you know, I choose you. Like, I, I want to work through this. Like, I don't care. Like that's the ch- a conscious choice you have to make. So if they're not going to choose you, you always choose yourself. Like yeah. if they hesitate, you choose you, you leave, you choose yourself even, because even if you choose to work through it with your partner, it needs to be a decision that you're making because it's for you. Yeah. It's not because like, oh, I feel bad for them or, oh, because yeah. whatever, like I'm doing mm-hmm. this for me. But yeah, if they're yeah. on the fence, fucking cut that bitch off. Yeah. Like, soon, yeah. You're nobody's you, second choice. Me. Yeah. yeah you're, you're, you're literally nobody's second choice. It shouldn't, it should be a knee jerk reaction. Like, yeah. yes, I want to be with you. Not a like, well, I don't know, because it's not one of those. Like mm-hmm. if that's the case, you cut it off at the knees because that person's not choosing you. They're choosing themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's my piece of advice is if they stutter, if they hesitate, you choose you, you leave just like deep D. And you see I mean? with you your friends. If, if your I can friends, peace out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your friends are, your, I feel like with friendship relationships, people tend to pick themselves anyways. So yeah, because you don't have as much, I guess, like emotionally invested. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just your friend. but It's just it like a different level, I think, of connection yeah. than romantic. Right. But even then, like sometimes friends are like, you know what? I still want to work through this. I want to be your friend. I want to make sure we get through this together because mm-hmm. I really love you as a person. So like, that's always a choice too. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it goes across the board. Mm-hmm. I think the stakes just feel higher when it's like a when romantic relationship. Revolved, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that about does it for this episode of Two Idiot Girls. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you uh, rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, We also might have a big announcement coming out soon about something. Hopefully. Hopefully. Who knows? Who knows? um, Make sure you follow the Two Idiot Girls on Instagram. It's underscore Two Idiot Girls. Um, Thank you so much for sending in your requests for topics to talk about. Please keep sending them to us because we love them. And please keep sending your celebrity crushes and your TV shows to the Instagram because I love looking through them. And it gives me a lot of things to think about. Yeah. Um, Other than that, we'll see you guys next episode. And yeah. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. 